You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and uh, this weekend, uh, starting in Ottawa, uh, was the Eve Film Festival, which features female directors and uh, from Ireland. The inclusion of Revolutions is the movie, and it is by Laura McGann, who is from County Kildare. Uh, Laura now spends a lot of her time around uh, the area and is going to have a chat to us, fill us in about her uh, movie career and uh, what's happening, and tell us all about the Film Revolutions. But thanks for your call, Thanks for having me, Austin. It's nice to chat to you. Going way back to the beginning of your career in this industry, Laura, where, how did you get involved and what sucked you into it? Um, well, I suppose I was involved in theatre as a teenager and um, kind of directed a couple of, couple of plays and got into what we had a, a little BV film camera and um, I decided I was going to make a film. So over summer, I think summer, after six years of leaving search, I uh, got all my friends together and kind of over the course of the three months made made a first, our first little film. Um, so it kind of just started from there as something to do because there isn't, wasn't an awful lot to do in that summer. So uh, my, my granddad would have had a Super 8 camera. So we, we were kind of brought up, certainly on Christmas afternoon, we were all signed and all the films that he'd made, you know, now, films being like, you know, he'd film uh, Christmas morning, he'd film the first fish. And so we, I was constantly watching over and over again, kind of like my family's history on the telly whenever I get together. So it was kind of part of life as are in our in our family. You'd go and you'd, you'd make some kind of film. And so maybe that, that definitely inspired things a little bit. But that's where it started anyway, in the back garden. And my mom having to make lunch and tea for everybody all the crew and all the cast, which was basically just all in the garden. So she was, uh, I know it was good. It was nice to have that space, you know, just to just to play and, and uh, learn and make mistakes and realise afterwards. And then, you know, it was very much a trial and error for a good few years and making shorts. So making shorts for Channel 4. And so you'd get like £500 to make a three-minute film and then they give you £800 to make a five a five-minute film, and it kind of just went from there, really. Um, and so I was living in Liverpool for thirty years, and that I came back, came back to Ireland, and uh, made a short for the film board using my granddad's great footage. Um, so that was the kind of first thing that I did when I came back here. My first kind of uh, film board funded short, which was a big deal now, uh, you know, at the time to get the film board involved. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the end of the counter, yeah. It's called the end of the counter, so it was the yeah. So it was about the introduction of supermarkets into into Ireland, rural Ireland especially. Uh, so it was set in the 1950s, like kind of 1955, 1956, and uh, that brought uh, mace into Ireland. So before that, it was everything. All the shopping uh, was done over the counter. You go in, you say, "Can I have some?" You know pounds of sugar or tea or whatever and then the shopkeeper hands it over the counter to you and this idea of um, going in and picking up yourself, putting in your basket was mad and you know all of the as they were called housewives of our uh, were uh, very excited about this, the anticipation of this, the, the, their their old shop becoming this you know, new style too much where you queue and that was a new thing as well People didn't really queue here in Ireland, so the introduction of 
baskets to queuing and special offers and, and all the rest. So as my granddad was like convincing the old shopkeepers to go from over the counter shops to supermarkets, uh, he filmed it all. So he'd film it beforehand and he filmed the um the process of like you know, re re uh, decorating the whole shop and be closed for the week. The window to have white paint on it, and people be walking past. It'd be very exciting. And then they had the likes of Terry Wogan then in to uh, to open the shop. Then I'm sure it was like St Patrick's Day, or you know, it was like the crowds outside coming in to the shop see this for the first time. It was very exciting. Uh, you know, in 1950s rural Ireland, so um. So yeah, we have done about about that, about that kind of precise moment for both the shopkeepers, what it was like for them, and customers as well. You know, experiencing this for the first time. So that uh, that was, I suppose, my first film back here for the film board, and it was um, yeah, using a kind of old footage, which was. Wonderful. It sounds fascinating, and I must say, um, I'm going to try and see if I can do this because it just sounds so wonderful. It's, yeah. Uh, no. It's so on the Irish Film Board's website, so if you search the end of the counter, it's, it's there. Good. Now, in the Grandad's library, there must be an awful lot of other fantastic archival material. There is. There's everything. It's lovely, actually, to all the kids in my mum's family, and you have the walking down the stairs on Christmas morning shot for about 10 years which is lovely you see them all growing up um, and even just old, like the old uh, first communion dresses and how the styles would have changed and the fetches and the fairs then in the town and beyond and you know just how much they've changed and, and they like the Smithfield market um, and the horses eating the apples off the ground and the carts and you know it's just it's another world like it's actually wonderful Getting the new aspects of Marshall, and there I look in, it actually hasn't changed. That same building's there, they're still selling fruit and veg out of it, it's, it's, except for the north pulling it around the place. It's all transit vans and things there, but it's, uh, it's interesting that changed so much, but then in a way it hasn't changed that much at all. Right. Tell us now about Revolutions. Uh, so, Revolutions is a feature length, 90 minute documentary um, that I shot uh, between 2011 and 2016. Uh, and it's about the Irish roller derby. So, roller derby, for anybody who hasn't heard of it, um, is a sport that it, it started off as a women's sport, sport in Austin, Texas, and it is uh, there. It's played on skates, so quads, so you know, not the not the inline skates, the kind of two up to down, and it's played on a track. And there's two teams. And there's a jammer on each team, and the jammer's job is to pass out to the member of the other team, and for everyone she passes, her team gets a point. So it's not a race, but it's it's a kind of strategic, very uh, full contact team sport, um, and it's it's got a, like a well, I spoke about that in week two. It was Desmond, uh, eleven was like mid recession here in Ireland, and everybody was emigrating. And people were excited about that and like the thing was ending. It felt like everything was ending and all of a sudden this, this really like super kind of aggressive punky thing, like a community was starting. It felt like the the only thing that was kind of like that had a bit of life in it and it was actually getting it was kind of like a lot of people they were losing their friends to emigration and stuff and you know, groups of pals and stuff were getting getting split up. People were a little bit lonely as well, and sometimes didn't have a job to go to either. So it was a little bit uh, sad and depressing here for a while. 
So roller derby, going along to training three times a week, it just it just gave people something, and it gave people like community friends, something to care about, and a and a team that you know that needed them as well. So um, it uh, it just looked very timely in 2011 to go and and also the thing that, that kind of struck me about was that first ever Irish team was being formed, and they were going to go to Toronto to play in the first ever roller derby up in that December. So it was August when I got in touch with them, started filming. And then I was like, right, I need to raise the money because I need to go to Toronto with them. Because it's, it, with documentary, it's always great when, when there's a story already happening and you just kind of tag along with it and let it unfold and drop this telephone. Um, so it was quite exciting then to go to Toronto. So we, yeah, one of our first, uh, first kind of 15 minutes of the film, anyway, is a really shocking and yeah, it was a wonderful spot. So Laura, then um, for the sport itself, I presume it's just concentrated in Dublin, and is it just one team, or how does it work in Ireland? Um, before we get into like you've given a great description of the actual international aspect or the sport aspect, but if anyone's getting involved, like is there much? I I didn't really know how much that there was any of this going on in Ireland. And most people don't, weirdly. Like, we released the film, and people who were um, where the Dublin team trains in Inchicore had never heard of it. And it's a really thriving community. Um, but it is underground. It's slightly, you know, it's just not, it, it hasn't really hit the mainstream, although it is on a couple of ads on the TV now, so it's starting to come out. But it, it, there's uh, two, if not three teams in Dublin now. There's a team in... Cork, I think there's a team in West Cork now that's a new one. There's Limerick Water for Belfast. I'm definitely forgetting a few. There's a, there's about 11 teams in Ireland now, so you're never too far from uh, from the road team here. Um, it just it just takes a little bit of Google and a little bit of Facebooking to uh, to find them, but they're they're thriving. Mm. So then, when you followed the um, the team over to uh, Toronto. Um, the the what you're tackling in many ways is revolution. Um, well, revolutions um, maybe what going around in the roller derby, but it's a revolution in more than one. It certainly felt like that at the time. You know, it felt like um, people were being kind. There were kind of surplus to requirements in terms of like society in Ireland. Nobody, you know, the girls were were sick, changing the. There's something on the TV trying to get it, and just nothing. It was just nothing going on, and they kind of said, "Right, well, there's no, there's nowhere for me out there. I'm going to create this in here." And it's like roller derby, the teams are very much like grassroots, and they kind of make up their own, like, <clears throat> like their own and all that. And lots of committee meetings and stuff like that. So it was, very, and people were starting to kind of buy and sell things to each other as well. So and start new things with like it was quite a strong entrepreneurial kind of vibe within like the road derby community well and um, people kind of get into it and saying right well I'll, I'll bring the, this skill that I have and you bring that skill that you have and why don't we try and make something with that and um, so it was yeah it was like you could make it sound like a cult it's nothing like a cult but it, it, it kind of had an alternative feel to it, an alternative to a, a kind of society that didn't really have much space for young people in it um Certainly, in 2011, 2012, 2013, um, so it was it was a really it was a, one of the most um, unemployed 
that's kind of how she describes it. Um, but also like incredible, like the, the the girls, you know, were incredibly. Sound. You know, it was the sport. There was the sporting aspect to it and the competitiveness, but then there was the kind of uh, dimmer, like um, cultural side, the the social side, I suppose. The camaraderie, yeah, the camaraderie yeah. and the yeah. Over how long a period did it take you to shoot this, then, Laura? Um, I shot in 2015, and then we cut it and finished in 2016. So um, we followed uh, four or five people for that length of time. So, um, so that really, you know, uh, was was quite a challenge for them and for us. You know, for them, they were looking at me, going, oh, "I'm just fed up of having the camera looking at me." You know, when I'm doing, going here, anytime they, you know, be doing something that I thought was worthy, you know, like I, I think I'll go and film this. They just be, they'd get fed up with it after, you know, so many years, and so it was quite a challenge to keep people on board and, um, you know. Just maintain the momentum and uh, and the trust that they had put in me to to you know um, do them justice. I suppose you know they were a lot of the, especially um, Crow, one of the main characters, and Bob and Zola. Um, they they're the kind of three main characters. Um, I mean, on their bad days, which is a lot to ask, um, and therefore. It needed like a lot of trust, and, and uh, so that so that was that was over that period of time. It's, uh, it's quite a, it's quite a challenge, but um, it was allowed to get um, that arc over over the years to see how their lives changed. Right. So just to give some housekeeping on this, it's um, at the Arts Court here in Ottawa. And uh, the screening is on Sunday at June 3rd, and that's at 5 p.m. And you missed that screening. Um, hopefully, we can get this to you. In the, you can get there. Um, I'm sure it'll be on the circuit somewhere in the future. Um, I know there's lots of opportunities. That, um, it may end up at some point even in the Arts Film Festival or not, but one never knows. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it on Sunday evening, I must say. And uh, before we wrap up, Laura, I do have to ask you, are you working, what are you working on at the moment? Um, we're in development with a couple of, um, couple of films here that are, um, we've just finished, uh, sh- we're, I've just done with um, the, the, about the referendum that for repealing the eight that was on, that happened back. So I've been doing a bit of filming for other people on that. Um, and then we've got I've got two films that are quite areas of development at the moment, so um, just have to wait and see how how they got get off the ground. But it's, it's always another mammoth task to to um, <clears throat> start a new project because films just they just take you know they take as long as they take sometimes, but more often than not, like you're talking you're talking three three years back to from uh, to get it to get it finished. So it's a uh, so we're at the start of another one now, so hopefully come back to me in about two years and have more news for you. Well, Lauren, again, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for taking the time. And the, and the film is Revolutions. It's at the Arts Court in the Eve um, Film Festival, which is female directors, uh, 1 to 3 June 2018 here in Ottawa. And uh, Laura has been chatting to us about that. Laura, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Austin. And actually, for anybody who can't make it along the festival, um, the film is available to rent on Vimeo. 
So if you go to our Facebook page, it's Revolution Film, uh, on Facebook, you know how to rent it, are there and it's available uh, worldwide so it can be accessed from Canada. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks, Thanks. 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 Thanks.